Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication. Tickets are on sale now, so for more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Welcome to another episode of On The Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hi, everybody. So this is a very special On The Road Edition. It's for Five Star Wines, which is a wine competition of in Italy International Wine Competition, which takes place just prior to Vinitaly. And this year we are touring. Actually, today we're touring. We're giving a little bit of love to Lugana, Consorzio di Lugana, because they were our supporters for the Vinitaly International Academy. So we've chosen a few uh, cantinas today. And today, the first cantina winery we have chosen is called Montecci. 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 And they won a, an, an award, 95 points, with the Lugana dog. It, it is a organic wine, which we'll talk about. And we're here today with Francesco. Nice so, to meet you. So, Francesco, what, what is your family's name? Oh, my family's name, the surname of our family is Righetti. Why is your winery called Montecci when Montecci you're Righetti? Montecci because uh, is the nickname of my family. You know, ah. when, I was, uh, when I was young, really young, I used to have a walk in the countryside and the people asked, used to ask me, are you a Montecci? I say, no, I'm Francesco. Who is that Montecci? So that was a funny story to say because our surname in Verona area is, is not very original, you say. So uh, we decided to call the winery Montecci more characteristic for us. Uh, it's, uh, it's something ours, not someone else. Oh, I, that, that's so odd. First of all, where are we? Where is your winery located? Oh, we are in Pescantina. We are, uh, where is Pescantina for, for our audience? Maybe Pescantina, we are uh, less familiar with this area. In the middle between Verona City and Garda Lake. So okay. it's a beautiful place close to, to the bank of the Adige River. And it's a lovely place. Uh, come to visit us if you, if you want. We have a beautiful So winery. would you like to just tell me uh, a little bit about your family? Is everybody, how many family members are involved in the wine business? A lot. We a are lot. a lot of people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I represent uh, the fifth generation. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm follow the, the technical area. I'm winemaker. But we have my sister, my brother, my three, my cousins, uh, my auntie, my uncle. We are, uh, the big part of the, the winery is uh, composed by our family. Oh, and do you guys all get on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Always. you have to. Yeah, I guess you have to say that. So, Francesco, tell me a little bit about the the organic side of the winery. So, first of all, give us contextualize a little bit. How big is the winery? How many labels do you do? How many wines do you do? Okay, 
as I said before, I'm, I represent the fifth generation of the family. So everything started in 1925, so almost 100 years ago. But we decided to jump in the middle of the organic world in the 2014. The 14 was a very difficult vintage for Italy, first of all, but in Europe in general. And we decided to make an experiment of organic experiment of 10 hectares. Out of how many in total? Uh, we have around 200 hectares. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to... A vines. Yes, everything a vines. The result was very beautiful in a difficult vintage. So in the 2015, we decided to, to jump in the organic world with the three years of conversion. So 15, 16 and 17. Mm -hmm. So we are officially organic since the 2018. Uh, we produce uh, around 15 labels and we are very proud to, to have this, this kind of uh, awards for the Lugana because there is not a lot of winery that produce organic in the, in the Lugana area. How many uh, producers are making Lugana? Do uh, you know? It's difficult to say because we have, uh, there are some wineries that produce and bottling the wine. There is just uh, people that produce grapes, uh, just people that sell grapes, just winery that buy grapes. Uh, so it's difficult to say how many wineries we have in Lugana. I, I guess something like um, around 100. Yeah, I guess I'll ask that to the, the new president of the consortium today. Francesco, so who decided to transform your winery into an organic winery? Because now it's completely organic, is that correct? Yes. I mean, it's it seems very ambitious to have 200 hectares were completely organic. Yeah. Was, was that difficult? It you know, it's, uh, you have to change your mind, you have to change your organization, you have to, to use a lot of your energy for, uh, to be ready when it's time to, to go out in the field for protect the, the vineyards. Um, we decide more or less all together, we used to have a, a reunion, family reunion every week. Mm -hmm. And you know, it was just an idea and, uh, and it's happened. It's, uh, we are 100% organic, but this is, uh, not completely true because every year we buy some land mm -hmm. and so we are in conversion with our oh, okay. with, with some you're still expanding yes absolutely so what were the major changes significant changes that you've made during the conversion both in the vineyards but also in winemaking i used to to explain uh, the the word of organic to the people in this way it's like to protect yourself with the medicine or you cover yourself in the winter time. You know, with the systemic system, you just spread the, the trees and there is the, the, the trees absorb this, uh, the protection. In the organic way, you have to try to protect the wine with the treatment that they protect the, the trees from outside. So it's something that more respect more the the field, the nature, the, the world, and it's a, it was a huge satisfaction for me and for us to see how fireflies come back to the vineyard in the summertime. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps or books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged and much, much more. Just visit our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now, back to the show. Fireflies. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's something when I was a child, I remember this, uh, this, this beautiful uh, 
a sensation to see the fireflies uh, in, in, the, in the night summertime. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're back, you know. Uh, we, we create new labels for the biodiversity and we discover new insects, new animals, they are back uh, in the vineyards. Every year we try to make the plantation all around our vineyards with uh, oak, with uh, acres, with uh, other, other trees uh, to protect the vineyards, you know, gives uh, the natural protection to the, to, the, to the vineyards. You know, the birds, the insects, uh, some kind of uh, animals, they come back and protect itself, you know. So what, what are the major challenges nowadays going forward with organic farming and organic winemaking? So what, is, what are your biggest challenges now? Is it the climate change? Is it something else? It's difficult to say because uh, every year something changes. You know, can you see a uh, pandemic in one way or what in another way? So uh, the market is changing. Uh, but for me, the, the classical sentence, they say, less is more is evergreen for me you know uh, if you respect the wine if you respect the nature if you respect the trees uh, the right moment to to pick, pick to pick the grapes and have the harvest uh, they give it back something you know it's uh it's something that if you respect uh, they give respect to you so we we try to be more natural as possible on our mentality and our wine as well Okay, so now uh, let's just quickly taste your wine, the, the uh, award-winning wine. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Okay, so this is uh, our Lugana 2021. It mm -hmm. uh, was a beautiful vintage, you know, a little bit in late respect to the 2020, so the, um, the vintage before. This is Trebbiano di Lugana, or the local people say Turbiana. Right. It's, the, it's a beautiful variety. And the, the sensation of this wine, first of it's all, you can see... It's 100% Lugana. Absolutely, yes. 100% Lugana. As you can see, the color is a very nice, light gold color. And, but for me, the most important characteristic of this wine is, uh, first of all, the flavors. There is a beautiful wedding between flavors of fruits and flowers. So I love to, to feel uh, the, the yellow rose or between the, the lychees, uh, or the, the ananas, the mango, the um, peach, apple. I just want everybody to know it's half past ten, so the breakfast of champions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't provide me with this big tune, so, okay. Um, in the mouth, the tasting is um, the minerality of the wine, well-balanced acidity with the soft part of the wine. Nice persistent of the, of the of the wine in the mouth, so I think it was a, a great work for us to to produce this wine. So is this typical of a Lugana? Would you say, or at least the house Lugana? Is this very representative from previous vintages? I think so. Yeah, similar. I think um, I, I found uh, in the last four vintages uh, a connection of you know the difference of the vintage is uh, something that we have it. But you know the style we can, we can try to keep this kind of style you know the the variety is that one so if you have a, a slow fermentation for uh, develop a beautiful flavor like theolic sensation and uh, estery sensation they can recognize this style uh, and how much style. does a wine like this cost in retail we're talking to the consumers it's it's a 
around the 15. 15 yeah, euros. 15 euro, yeah, more or less, yes. Great. So uh, just one last question before we go. I know you make also sparkling wines. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? I love sparkling wine, first of all. Because it's not very common in this area, no, right? Absolutely not. Why, when yeah. did you start and why did you start? producing sparkling wine. So we are in the Valpolicella, the art of Valpolicella. So here the red wine is the must. And we are here for a white. So it's a, a big goal for, for me and for us. And uh, I... Because really most of your production is Valpolicella. Is 90%. Yeah. yeah. 90%. And how many sparkling wines do you we, we produce five different sparkling wine. One rosé and four whites. No, you know, it's uh, small numbers with... Uh, but give us satisfaction. I didn't found some easier to, to taste wine 10 years on the yeast. And so it's a big satisfaction. And we are thinking something about the classic meat for the Lugan as well. So That's interesting. we are studying to how we select the base for produce the classic meat. Mm -hmm. Because the harvest of the Lugana is a late harvest for the white wines. Because we start in the middle of August with the Pinot Grigio. And we are going to pick the Lugana after one month. So we have to pick the grapes when it's not still ready. So yeah, because you need the acidity. Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. So not the completely mature of the, the grapes. Uh, you have to, to harvest the grapes uh, one, two weeks before, 10 days. Uh, every, every vintage is, is different. But we are thinking about that. Okay, great. Sounds exciting. So uh, Francesca, would you like to say one last thing to, um, to our audience? about Lugana or, or your winery or yourself, anything. What would you like to say? Uh, One last thing you'd like to... Last thing to say about the Lugana is a beautiful place. I think the people, they can understand the, the Lugana if they come here to, to visit the Garda Lake area. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful place. There is a lovely weather. There is a beautiful people around, tourists, uh, people that uh, come here for a holiday. And you can uh, have a huge satisfaction when you drink a glass of the Lugana, sit and you see the Garda Lake and maybe eat some fish, uh, why not from the lake, maybe some, something and, to enjoy. And the day. Francesca, how can people get in touch with you? Like what is your social media handles? Okay, so you can find us in uh, Montecci on the Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, and It's just uh, Montecci? Yes. Okay. Montecci right. Viticoltori is ah, the okay. correct Montecci name. Viticoltori. Montecci Viticoltori. Not just Montecci. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. Thank Cheers. you for your visit. Chin -chin. And see you next year. We hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th, 2022 in Verona, Italy. Remember, tickets are on sale now. So for more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Hi 
guys, I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.